welcome to the Top Diz. I'm your host, Ty. Today, we are going to be going over my top tips and tricks for Walt Disney World. So thanks for tuning in today. I know previously I talked about the top items that you want to pack, want to wear, and be in the park. But these are just some other tips and tricks. Just a couple things from that list may make this one, but I've kind of bundled these um, for you all. So I'm going to talk about um, technology. I'm going to talk about restaurant and food. Just a little short subject around um, items to wear, just to reiterate some of the stuff that I already talked about in the previous podcast. Uh, A subject around directional or crowd. And then just some other items um, that are just like some savings tips. I don't know how many this is. It's definitely more than 10, which is normally I give you guys a top 10. But these are my top tips and tricks for Walt Disney World. So we're going to start with technology, the bucket of technology. And what I'm going to start with is talking about buying your tickets early. With the way uh, COVID is going and the world that we live in, people are reserving their park pass reservations really early now. And you may be so new to Disney, you're like, what is a park pass reservation? Well, first off, you have to buy your tickets. And you have to buy your tickets for specific days. So Disney has a flex pricing. So if you want to go to Disney World in September, it's going to be cheaper in September than it is in the summer or during Christmas. Um, So anyway, you have to buy your tickets. And then once you buy your tickets, you have to reserve your park pass reservations, which is what park you're going to on which day. So you have to buy those tickets early so that you can say, hey, I'm going to Hollywood Studios on October 18th or whatever it may be. So you have to say what day you're going to go to which park when you um, make those park pass reservations. And those days are going. They're going quickly in some instances. So already around the 50th anniversary, around October 1st, a lot of the parks you can't even get into Um, in the park pass reservation so please please if you're thinking about going to disney book your vacation buy your tickets now and and get those park pass reservations so that's the first piece of technology is buying your tickets and making those park pass reservations for the days that you want to go to certain parks and you know make sure that you give yourself enough time to to get into the parks whether it's four days where the parks five days two days one day uh, just make that reservation Second piece of technology that is super crucial as far as top tips and tricks is learning how to use the app that Disney has. So the My Disney Experience app is what Disney uses. You are going to use this every day throughout the day within Disney, whether that's looking for uh, places to eat, looking for events that are getting ready to happen, seeing timetables of when fireworks may be or where characters potentially are as we continue to evolve at Disney World. But you are going to use that My Disney Experience app a lot. And it's mostly going to be used to look at wait times. That's what generally people use it for. They pull it out. They want to see, okay, Mickey and Minnie's has a 35-minute wait. This walk over there or whatever. So it's going to tell you wait times. It's going to tell you where things are in the park as a map. And so people use that all day. So my Disney Experience app, download it, make sure everything's linked up, make sure all your party is linked up. And what I mean by that is 
you can put your whole family in there, but then if you're traveling with another family or maybe you have friends that are coming, you can link them to your party so that all of you all are in the same My Disney Experience app. That way, all the pictures are linked in there. Or you can make an easy reservation for Rise of the Resistance um, or whatever it may be. You want to make sure that you have people linked. Play around with that My Disney Experience app. You're going to use it every day, so just know what it is. Learn about it. Take the time to look at that app, download it, and have it locked and loaded and ready to go. As I talk about my Disney Experience app, that's where you're going to see all the things that you have. So if you have restaurant reservations, you're going to see them in that My Disney Experience app. If you have park reservations, if you have special events, whatever it may be, it's going to be in that My Disney Experience app. Even your photos past pictures are going to be that My Disney Experience app. But the reason why I say this is sometimes technology doesn't work, right? maybe there's internet issues connectivity issues so i would i would encourage you all to take screenshots of your my disney experience plans so that you have them especially if um, you get that elusive rise of the resistance boarding group take a screenshot of it so that you know you have record of that even if uh, the internet is not working so now that i'm talking about rise of the resistance so just make sure you do the screenshots but know how to get on to Rise of Resistance. So boarding passes are distributed twice a day at 1 p.m. and one and, and the one at 7 a.m., which is the one that everybody's trying to get on. So make sure you've uh, listened on podcast or looked on YouTube, whatever, on how to score that Rise of Resistance boarding pass because you have to have a boarding pass to get on this ride that everyone wants to ride at Walt Disney World. And you have two chances to do that, one at 7 a.m. and one at 1 p.m. Um, I will probably upcoming on another podcast is give you my tips and tricks on how to do that. But please research how to get that Rise of the Resistance boarding pass because it's it's truly crucial. And I know when we talked about making sure you have the right plans, some people are actually booking two days at at Hollywood Studios. So that way, if the first day they don't get a boarding pass for Rise of Resistance at Hollywood Studios. They can change it up, and maybe they go to Epcot that day, um, and then they have Rise of, they have Hollywood Studios on another day where they can try again for that Rise of Resistance boarding pass. So sometimes people are if they're going to be there for five days, they make that fifth day Hollywood Studios just in case they don't get that boarding pass for Rise of Resistance on the first day they're scheduled to go to Hollywood Studios, so they can do it on that last day. And then if they get it on the first day, they could switch it up on that last day, or they could go back to Hollywood Studios. So um, just an idea or thought around that. But technology is all about Rise of Resistance and getting that boarding pass. So another thing that I'll tell you all about, if you were staying on Disney property, mobile mobile check-in is is where it's at like checking into your hotel is super simple um, with your my dear disney experience app you don't have to go to the front you get a digital key on your phone and you get to go to your room and unlock your door um, or you can use your magic band that's on your uh on your wrist but you don't have to check in by going to the front any longer so definitely another tip and trick from a technology standpoint so i talk about checking in well at stores within Disney World, you can do a checkout. So they just started mobile checkout and it's available at Mouse Gear and Epcot. And I think it's available at the World of Disney and Disney Springs now. And what this is, is you get you can grab a clear bag 
uh, up at the front when you walk in and you basically use your app like we just talked about the my disney experience app to scan items that you're putting in your bag and essentially when you go to walk out you just show them a barcode of what you scanned in your app and uh, that checks you out and you can walk out the front door and, and you paid for those items through mobile checkout instead of having to wait in these really, really long lines in those areas sometimes. So mobile checkout, super cool feature. So if you see a sign for that or you see those clear plastic bags in Mouse Gear, which is an Epcot or World of Disney and Disney Springs, try it out. It's really cool. Um, so using the app or website to make uh, plans before and reservations before is a huge piece of, of a tip and trick for technology. So, you know, knowing those dates that you have the ability to make reservations. So for dining right now, it's 60 days out. It used to be 180 days, but currently 60 days out from your vacation, you can make reservations for dining at Disney World and do your research, you know, see see what dining places you want to go to and and know what you know people are doing i mean do some little bit of research and make those reservations ahead of time but it has to be done 60 days out and there's other things as well that you can make reservations for outside of dining like building droids or building lightsabers and different things so make sure you do all that before and use that technology beforehand to make those plans and reservations and as i talk about this disney app other stuff around technology like Please, please bring, you know, a phone charger or a brick or whatever it may be to make sure your phone stays charged all day. I know I have one that has dual USBs that I bring so multiple people can charge at the same time, but your phone is going to be used a lot and you will run out of battery um, quickly. So just encourage you all to do that. And other things around your phone like a rideshare app is always good to have on your phone so that way if you for some reason need to go back to the resort and you want to leave your car in the parking lot if you drove a car or if you don't want to wait for the bus system just having a rideshare app as an option is really great um, another app that i recommend is having a weather app on your phone so you can see if this rainstorm that you're currently in is going to last for you know five minutes or 30 minutes which Generally, they're pretty short, but it's really good to have a good weather app on your uh, mobile device so you can you can know. Also, in that Disney experience is uh, you know looking ahead and understanding whether that's on that app or, or online and checking for ride refurbishments so you know when you're going if there's going to be rides that are down so you can plan around that. Other things that you may want to do is just know where to find the characters that your kids really want to meet. You know, whether that is Disney princesses, whether that's Mickey Mouse, Donald, do some research, figure out where those folks are, and then use that My Disney Experience app to find out and to make sure that's where they are, where you did your homework, and, and understand, okay, well, we should definitely go by there at some point because that's where that character is. So knowing where to find characters for your kids is really good. And some of this that I've talked about from a technology standpoint may be super daunting to you and maybe like, holy cow. Oh, what is going on this is so much stuff and I haven't even got into the other topics but it is a lot and so for some people the best thing to do is book with a travel agent and you may be like there's still travel agents yes there are travel agents and you can use them for Disney vacations and I definitely recommend it if you are doing a full-out Disney vacation and are staying on Disney property and getting Disney tickets 
these travel agents can take care of pretty much everything for you. You can tell them what you want, tell them where you want to stay. They'll continue to look for discounts for you and apply those. And a travel agent doesn't cost anything more than you booking it um, on the actual website. So using a travel agent can be extremely can make it extremely easy for you if you're going on a full out trip. So I just recommend that. I mean, travel agents, and there's multiple different agencies you can look out at uh, within Disney World. But that, like I said, they get paid by Disney. They don't get paid by you. So they get kind of like a finder's fee. So I, I just recommend it. If you're going to stay on property, use that travel agent. Um, they can totally help you out. And it's free. It's a free service. And they take a lot of that workload off of your uh your lab so that was the last piece from a technology standpoint so i'm going to go over to restaurant and food and i talked a little bit already about dining reservations and so i would tell you if you miss that dining reservation window or if there's somewhere that you really wanted to go and you weren't able to get that reservation constantly look like there are lots of last minute uh, reservations that pop up because people's plans change or they can't make that reservation so you know make sure you're checking that make sure you're checking for reservations continually if that's what you're looking for and and now they actually do wait lists um, virtual wait lists um, at some of these restaurants so walk up and just ask them if there's anything available and and that may happen the same goes for fast passes as well you know if there's something you want to fast fast forward just continually check for that if fast passes come back um, in the manner that we thought they did um, but anyway restaurants as far as restaurants and food goes top trick just keep checking for those dining reservations um, another thing that i would recommend around restaurant and food is eating like if you don't care like eat during not normal hours <laughs> so if you do that your rides will actually your your weights and those types of things and rides will be better it won't be as hard to get those dining reservations if you eat during non-normal times so just just a little tip and trick for you um, another thing is if you have picky eaters check those menus before you go to disney world because you know sometimes you may have picky eaters that don't want things um, you know good thing is if you have children, like there's always going to be a children's menu. Um, Disney is known for, you know, their allergy friendly options. So there's always going to be those types of things, but you can check it out. Just You can look at those menus before you go and kind of have an idea of where you where you'd like to even do your quick service meal. So check those out before you go. A couple other tips for restaurant and food. You always have the uh, the ability to change your sides. So you know, asking a server or trying to change your side to something that you may or may not want, like whether that's fries and mac and cheese or, you know, whatever it looks like. And you can always ask too if you can just not get something. So say you don't want fries or you don't want mac and cheese, you can say, hey, can I take that off? And sometimes they'll take it off and it costs you less money. So just another tip or trick that you can use to help, um, you know, make stuff cost less. Um, mobile order is something that I used to use pre-COVID that was amazing because nobody hardly used mobile order and I was able just to get my quick service meals which are the non sit down meals super quick while all these people be waiting in line I just go up and grab my order, mobile order and go unfortunately that's the only way you're getting quick service now so if they bring back the quick service lines I would say you know mobile order may be the way to go 
Um, but knowing how to use that is kind of essential right now. A lot of people think they can go to Disney World without dining reservations and just go to a quick service and just mobile order like they would at Chick-fil-A or whatever it is they mobile order it in their hometown and be able to get it in like no time. Well, that's not how it works. Like there's time frames at Disney World and some of the most popular um, quick service locations, if you want to eat lunch at noon, you've got to like order those items at like 10 a.m. or even before because when you if you're hungry and it's 11 30 like oh i'm gonna go put in my order you know at casey's corner here at noon and you go on there well there's not gonna be a time frame for you to do that it may be one o'clock or 1 30 or two o'clock is the soonest time frame that you could actually order fruit food so unfortunately right now it's kind of hard to get quick service meal around lunchtime um, because people have understood that now and so they're ordering their food way early in the morning so that they get that lunchtime uh, time frame of actually eating in a quick service. So mobile order, you can kind of get to use it and know it too and you can look at that on the Disney Experience app and, and navigate that. But mobile order is definitely something that you'll need at Disney especially right now if you go. So just familiarize yourself with it and just kind of know. So speaking along those same lines, if you if you forgot about all that and your kids and you're there with kids and they're hungry, like pack snacks. So always, always packing snacks. You know, for me, for my kids, it's like, you know, a Cliff Bar or um, some Pringles or, you know, if you've got little kids, maybe it's Cheerios, those types of things. So making sure you, you can bring in food, you can bring in water um, for, for your family. So don't forget, you can bring that stuff in, pack those snacks for kids that you know they're going to want, um, or you know they're going to need. And, and talking about water, like hydrate, hydrate. So it is hot and muggy, regardless of when you go to Disney World, it can be relentless. So please make sure you are drinking tons and tons of water, huge tip and trick around this restaurant and food section. Just make sure you're taking water because the last thing you want to do is is feel dehydrated because you're going to sweat. You're going to sweat a lot and if you're not replenishing yourself, you're going to start feeling those symptoms of dehydration and it's not great. You, the last thing you want to do is have somebody pass out. And just remember there's free water in most places around Disney World, like free ice water to, to anyone. And there's usually stations somewhere where you can refill water bottles, but any quick service location, you should be able to go up and get free water. And a lot of them during normal time would just have it all readily available for you. But if not, you can go up to any quick service and ask for water and they're gonna give you water. So that's really cool. So definitely take that as a, as a tip and trick. Um, one other thing, like if you can't find somewhere to eat, like just know, like if you're at Magic Kingdom, you can literally just go jump on the monorail and, and go to some amazing places to eat um, right there quickly around the around Magic Kingdom at any of the hotels. Like you're allowed to go over there and eat. And so that's another suggestion that you can do use. A lot of people just think, you know, those restaurants are just for the people staying at the hotels. Well, they're not. You just jump on the monorail. You can go over to Contemporary, Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and eat, eat lunch, dinner, whatever it may be, and go back to the park. Just a just a little, little thought there. Um, we talk about restaurant and food, um, Disney Springs. So a lot of people come to Disney, stay at Disney, but you can take that bus 
or boat or whatever it may be to Disney Springs and they have some of the best food there and it's going to be probably a little less expensive than in the park so Disney Springs amazing food there's a million options just highly recommend that for a tip or trick um, you're going to get more bang for your buck there and probably you know more accustomed to what you're used to um, with wherever you're from the last thing I'll leave you all with in the restaurant and food bucket is grocery delivery you know whether you use target shipped or whether you use um, whatever service you use you can get groceries delivered to your resort your hotel whatever it may be and i highly recommend it like if there's something you have to have that you have at home like have that stuff delivered in you know it's probably cheaper to have it delivered in than to go down and get it at you know your little hotel you know sundries area so grocery delivery whichever grocery delivery you use you know use it down there it doesn't doesn't cost anymore you've already paid for it or you know doordash whatever it may be like if you just need whatever food like you can do you know doordash or any of that stuff so don't forget use those delivery services down there all right i'm going on to my next one so i talked about technology i talked a little bit about restaurant and food and now i've already talked about this a lot from the packing standpoint but just where like a couple things just to reiterate because it's that important about clothes and those types of thing is bring rain gear like it's going to rain i don't care when you go to disney world it's gonna rain so whether it's ponchos rain jackets umbrellas if you need to bring all three bring all three um you know people say there's good things about all of them like ponchos quick easy they're they're packed tight and you can you know buy dollar ones um you know some people say that they don't they make you really hot and sweaty underneath and don't do a great job. So some people are all about umbrellas, bringing umbrellas and putting those up because they can be there for, for shade and they can be there for rain. And then some people just love the rain jackets. Um, so bring rain gear. If you have a backpack, I would tell you, you know, get something that can cover that backpack because you don't want that stuff wet or just spray it in uh, some sort of outdoor uh, water repellent before you go. If you have little kids, like, couple two things real quick like bring a change of clothes if you want to the park last thing you want to do is have to go all the way back to the resort because your kid is all well soaked and wet from a water ride or they're uncomfortable or you have to go buy like a $70 spirit jersey um, because they don't want to wear whatever they're wearing um, or they don't want to go you know eat dinner and whatever they're wearing so Sometimes if you know you have that person that may potentially not be happy with their attire, either they sweated through it or, you know, there's rain or water ride, like bring that, you know, bring that extra clothing. Like I know, you know, if you're a person that sweats a lot, you may just want an extra shirt. You know, you could feel so much better if you just took off the sweaty, nasty shirt and put on a brand new one. Um, you could feel like a million bucks. So if you want to bring a change of clothes, I'd tell you to bring one. And then shoes are the most important thing, I think, in all of Disney World. So I talked about rain. Well, all those things, I mean, umbrellas umbrellas work, but a poncho rain jacket, your shoes are still going to get wet. So if you don't have waterproof shoes, which they make waterproof shoes, I highly recommend investing in some of those if you're going to Disney. But if not, like, please, please, please pack more than one pair of shoes. So the last thing you want to do is get shoes all soaking wet, have to tromp through them all day in the park, and then wake up the next morning and have to put on wet shoes again. 
like have shoes that you can rotate that they can dry out and or bring bring something with you in your backpack like if you know it's going to rain like you could bring flip-flops or crocs and if it starts raining like take off your shoes throw them in your backpack put on your crocs um whatever it may be so just please bring bring at least two pair of shoes i highly encourage it you know i think i probably bring at least three pair of shoes every time i go to disney if not more but i definitely have a waterproof pair um that i highly recommend so there's there's different different waterproof shoes out there so just you know check it out whether they're made by nike or vessi or anything there's there's lots of waterproof shoes um please please um invest in multiple pairs of shoes for disney so that was just quick quick clothing wear i know i talked about that in previous podcasts i didn't want to stay too long on that now i'm going on to directional um or crowd type tips and tricks so first thing is staying close to the park is a huge benefit so if you can afford that i know personally i don't because it's a huge cost i mean it's a huge cost to be close to these parks but man what a benefit that is to be able to walk to ebcot if you're at the you know yacht club or boardwalk um or you know beach club whatever it may be you know or if you're on that monorail like going to the magic kingdom super easy from the grand floridian or contemporary or bay lake towers or polynesian you know and you're used to walk away if you're in the contemporary so just think about that like if you want to be close to a certain park say you're only going for one day to a park like it may be worth it staying at the contemporary so you can just walk to the park and back um so just one quick suggestion there um but biggest thing leave earlier than you think for everything so if you think you need to be somewhere and you've got a time set in your head guess what leave earlier than that i mean i think disney even says like plan like if you're staying at a resort plan like 90 minutes to get to where you need to be so i would say always give yourself more time because it's going to take longer than you think for everything and know when you need to arrive to a park you know know when that opening time is and just realize if it says the park opens at nine well i go ahead and tell you that park's probably opening up at eight or 8 30 and and there's some different things going on now that people some people are going to be let in early but bottom line is those parks open up early and then around you know open up early like stay late if you want like if you don't have kids that you know need to go to bed like staying later at a park usually is going to get you more rides than you ever could imagine most of the people are one either going to be looking at fireworks or two they're going home to take their kids to bed and so you usually can get if you're all about rides you can get some really short wait times um, if you stay late in a park um let's see here so single rider lines you know if you don't mind you know splitting up from whoever you're with a single rider line is is great they just open those back up at disney world and it's one way to alleviate you know a crowd just jump in that single rider line and, and getting it done and basically any ride that has a height restriction at disney for the majority of them have a single rider line so just a heads up there um, also when you think about theme parks and you think about all the people um, and traditionally most of the people in the parks are american and we just all instinctively go to the right we just do this is what we do like a magic kingdom you come down main street and people generally go to the right so you know 
take a left in any situation. Like sometimes just going to the left first thing, if it's first thing in the morning is usually going to be quicker and you're going to be able to get on rides quicker. So just FYI from that standpoint. And when you're entering a park in general, usually if you just go another 20 feet one direction, whether it's right or left, like to go through the turnstiles, you're going to save a ton of time. So when I think about Disney World, if you're getting off from taking the monorail from the Ticket and Travel Center, the TTC, literally all those lines to get in are really heavy at the at the left-hand side of the park. But if you just go towards the middle, you just get right in, usually. And then I think about like Hollywood Studios. If you go early in the morning, if you go to the far, far right, you usually get in a lot quicker. So just look and take that extra moment just to see where the crowds are heavy and just go opposite of where they are. And generally you're gonna you're gonna save a few minutes and, and Lord knows at Disney time is money. So uh, just, just check that out. Um, once you get into the parks is don't forget a times guide. So grab a times guide, it's a paper copy. And yes, a lot of it's on the um, My Disney Experience app, but having something tangible is awesome. Like. Your kids can look at it. They can help plan some stuff out while they're waiting in lines. They can look at it. So just grab one of those times guide. It has a map and it's just cool. And you, you know, it's going to tell you when all those little extra things are happening um, around the park. So definitely pick one of those up. So around directional crowds like fireworks. Fireworks are a huge thing for Magic Kingdom and Epcot for that matter. Like do a little bit of research, figure out where you want to be and make sure you have a plan for that because if you don't have a plan for fireworks, you may not get the best viewing. Um, sometimes people are camping out two hours, three hours beforehand for their firework spot. So um, just do a little research and figure out where you want to be. And, uh, you know, you can get there earlier if you want or have some people save you some spots, whatever it may be. But, um, you know, have a plan for those fireworks. Um, another thing around... Um, you know, I already talked about this uh, just a little bit, but making sure that you have some downtime. So if you can plan your meals and restaurants around lunchtime, that's huge because that is going to be a time where you can sit down, relax out of the heat and get some air conditioning. So if you can get some table service or a counter service that has seating in the shade and just take that time away in the AC is hugely beneficial um, where maybe you don't have to go back to your resort um, in the afternoon so you can just keep keep on ticking but if not just kind of look at the theme park and kind of know where you can relax and you can google that and figure out places to relax whether it's at Epcot in certain places or Magic Kingdom even just laying on the hub grass like take the time to know where you can relax in the parks because at some point you're going to need that rest for you and your family and speaking about family like knowing where the baby care centers are or first aid centers which is either going to be in that map or times guide and or your my disney experience app so if you need something you can get help at these places like they'll give you free tylenol or advil and you know baby items or you can buy some stuff so just a good place where you can go in and take your kids um, to get some care or first aid if you need it I know this is going to be a little contradictory from what all I'm doing right now, but um, try not to overplan your day. And what I mean by that is be fluid. Like, don't have everything set in stone. Like, 
have leeway of stuff that you, you know, of it doesn't matter if you do. Like, you know, I'd say have like, you know, a few rides that are must do's for you and your family or whomever. And then, and maybe one restaurant or one dining experience outside of that, just kind of go with the flow and see how your day goes. Because if you over plan and schedule everything down to the minute, like it's not going to work out. It never will work out. I can guarantee you, you're not going to get stuff done in the manner that you think. And so just make sure it's fluid, right? And make sure everybody understands that things are going to go, you know, go awry just that's just the way it happens at disney because something's going to come up and um your timeline will get thrown out of whack so please don't don't over plan um your day so one thing with that too is i would encourage you to space out your vacation if you're going for let's just say five days like if you could go down for seven or eight days and space out your days at the park that's going to be huge like having days either at the resort or at a different hotel that you're staying at will be hugely beneficial to your family like if you can for example you know go to epcot one day and you're there till 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night or whatever or if you go to an after party and you're there till one in the morning that next day if you can just have a resort day and relax like your family is going to have a much greater trip. Like don't feel like you have to go to the parks each and every day because having that, having those park days broken up is going to pay dividends each day you're in the park. Like if you have a day that you can relax. So that's suggestion for me. Hopefully you guys take that for what it is, but I understand if you're going down for, you know, a short weekend or something and want to go to the park every single day, I totally get that. But if you're able to go down for like a week, I would tell you don't go to the park every day. Like at least have two days to break some stuff up, if not more. Um, One other thing about um, that I want to mention about parking. So if you have someone that has mobility issues or whatever, like please, like you could drop them off at the front of the park and then come back around to the parking and park where you need to park. So um, just a quick suggestion there. And then... um, also, if you're staying in resorts, like some of them have different shortcuts to different things, whether it's shortcuts to get to the International Gateway, um, like if you're at the Beach Club um, and staying at the Beach Club and trying to get to Epcot, like you can cut through the rooms to get there. Um, so just knowing if there's any kind of shortcuts and you can Google that type of stuff on the Internet as well. Um, just a, another directional type um, suggestion. So whenever technology, restaurant and food, um, kind of where and directional. So here's some other things that I wanted to mention uh, outside of those. So free souvenirs, biggie, right? So when you walk into a park or you walk into your hotel, you can ask for a button. The button is for birthday, anniversary, whatever you're celebrating, put that bad boy on and sometimes you'll get free stuff. I know I've talked about it on here before, how I got free Dole Whip, um, but you get you sometimes get free desserts at restaurants and you know cast members make it special for you so get that celebration button and hopefully you uh you know they make it magical for you at some point so you can't beat that and then also i'd tell you if you have little kids like it doesn't hurt to buy little trinkets of disney stuff and put them in your backpack so when they want those things in the park you've already got something in your backpack that you can give them or glow sticks or glow stuff for the nighttime whatever it may be so just a just a different thing there um 
I would just say look for sale merchandise too, like around that standpoint. So if you know there's a certain festival or anything that just came to an end or is coming to an end, you can sometimes find stuff on sale if you're uh, shopping in one of the Disney resorts. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And I would also tell you, like as far as sales, like you should never pay a full price for a vacation at Disney World. So if you're getting Disney World hotel and Disney World tickets. There's always a sale that's going to happen. And I know I talked about using a travel agent. Like, they can stay in tune to that and get that for you. Like, you can always book your vacation. And then if it's booked and a sale comes up, they can add that later. Either your travel agent can or you can. So, um, say I book something for a month from now and then they just release like a 25% off room rate. Like, I'm able to apply that to the room um that i just got as long as it falls within certain parameters so um like i said travel agent will always stay on top of that but if not you can and you can make those changes as well so there's always going to be some sort of discount or there should be um for for vacation if you're looking for cheap stays for like bigger families or for villa or whatever like you can rent dvc points which is disney vacation club points um, and you're going to pay less than you would pay going through Disney. It's still kind of expensive for that DVC, but um, there's some other stuff included to that, like free parking and those types of things. So you can definitely look into that as an option as well. But if you are staying at the parks and say you want to go again, like say you're one of those people that repetitively go to Disney, then usually there's bounce back offers. And what I mean by that is if you're at a stay and you're planning on going six months from now, or even a year from now, like they usually have something around a bounce back offer. And if you don't see anything in writing, you can call the front desk and ask. And what that offer is, is they usually give you a discount on booking your next trip before you leave your current trip. So you have to book it before you leave um, your current trip and you get a discount on your next trip. So, um, and, and like I said, if there's other deals that come up that are better, guess what? You can switch it to that. Um, you could even cancel it beforehand. So if you're even remotely thinking about it, you might as well get that discount. It's usually like 25% off. So check that out. Another tip that some people use is buying discounted gift cards. So they usually use their target red card to buy, um, like Disney gift cards at 5% off, or they'll get Sam's club or Costco membership to get, um, gift cards, Disney gift cards to help pay for things. And you can do that. So say I buy a Disney vacation for $2,000. Well, I can pay for that with Disney gift cards that I bought at Target and gotten 5% off of those Target gift cards if I used my Target debit card to get 5% off. Does that make sense? So bottom line is you can get 5% off of your whole trip if you go about it that way. Only bad thing about that is, is if for some reason you don't think you're going to go, you're going to get that all refunded in gift cards versus um, cash or credit card or however you paid for it um, the first time. So something else you can, whether take this for a tip or trick or not, but so after parties can be amazing. So they can save you tons and tons of time. Like sometimes in after parties, um, whether it's Mickey's not so scary or maybe the boobash coming up, like you can do all these rides in such a short amount of time because it's such less people. And so sometimes that's worth the money. But then again, like Boobash that's coming up is, is pretty expensive. So it may not be worth the money, but you get free food and those types of things. So look into after parties or after hours events because they may be huge a huge benefit for you and your family. 
um, where you can do lots of things, you know. Or if you want to do one of those after-hour events, like if you if you want to celebrate Halloween in August, you could do that because it's much cheaper than it is in October. Um, so just a suggestion there. But sometimes those after parties, you can get in tons of rides or whatever it may be during that time. Um, one thing I would say about hotels is taking advantage of, of the activities. There's tons and tons of activities um, at hotels, whether it's movie nights or pool parties or campfires, and sometimes they do s'mores. Sometimes there's uh, yoga, there's running events that I love to do that cost a little bit of money, um, like $15, but you get a, usually something cool from different resorts. Um, but take advantage of all the stuff that's at your hotel and, and know what's in there, you know get a activity guide um, from your hotel so you know what's going on also before you leave if you're staying at a disney hotel and even another hotel like make a room reservation like if you want to have a certain um, view from your room or if you want to be closer to certain things like sometimes you can't because of whatever room you you reserved but for the most part they'll try and, and help you get whatever room request you want as long as it's something that you've booked so um, example of this is if you wanted a water view well they consider water views like a fountain and crescent lake so um, you know making sure you can clarify hey I want to look out onto crescent lake instead of looking at a fountain whatever it may be so make those room requests you can do that I think it's um, a week out or five days out from your vacation you call um, the hotel and give them that room request so make sure you do that because you're paying good money to stay there might as well have the room that you want along the same lines like Disney can store your luggage like that if you are leaving that day like they can hold on to your luggage um, so you don't have to lug it around everywhere or you know if you're getting early like they can keep it too with the bellhop so just knowing you have that option um, and then just another thing like I talked about wearing stuff but plastic bags are your friend like that's one of my last tips so Ziploc bags whatever bring them to the parks you can put wet clothes you can put food you can put ice you can put um, whatever you want in this plastic bag like you'd be amazed how many times you'd be like man I wish I had a plastic bag so plastic bags are a friend pack them take them to the park um, and lastly, I know I've gone on and on and you're probably like falling asleep by this point, um, but be flexible and have fun. Like Disney's all about having fun and being flexible. You know, hopefully these tips and tricks, you guys took down some notes or, you know, like, oh, I never thought about that. Hopefully I didn't bore you to death. And uh, thank you all for listening today. And I hope that you all have a magical day. Till next time.